wherever you are, thank you for listening. And I don't just mean physically where you are, but wherever you are in this phase of your life. Right now I'm sitting in my quiet apartment and I'm in a phase of my life where everything is very new. My social media account kind of blew up out of nowhere, which came with a lot of new opportunities and new relationship to adapt to with social media. A lot of new there. I moved from New Jersey to Austin and all the people I see on a daily basis here are people I've met in the past three weeks. I have a podcast now. There's just a lot of new and it feels really good to shed the old. So thank you for being a part of this new chapter with me. If you are here from my social media accounts at MindBodyNina, you might be one of the people who says, hey, I really like the way that your content is delivered because it's simple, it's easy to understand, and I like the way that you use your whole body to explain things. And I think about that a lot because the reason why I do that is because that is the way my brain works on the inside. I think everybody has these unique ways that their subconscious mind speaks to them. And to break that down a little bit, think about dreams. How does the mind process information and emotions below your awareness? Stories, symbols, pictures. The mind is always trying to make sense of things. The bear is running for you in your dreams and you're terrified. Well, that bear is a symbol that the mind has created to process the emotion of fear. I had an image in my head for about a decade, and that was me with this about 10 foot cord wire. What's the difference between a cord and a wire? Whatever. This cord that was attached to me and it was plugged into a wall and that was me and that's how I was living. Now, I kind of want to shift the perspective over here and I want to invite you to kind of imagine that this is you. I want to switch over from I to you for the next few minutes. Imagine that you are standing in this wide, vast, open outdoor space. This cord that is attached to you is physically, tangibly functioning, and it's plugged into a wall. It's about 10 feet long. The only thing with this cord is that it's invisible. You can't see it, and because you can't see it, you don't know that you're attached to anything. So you're going on with your day, and you go over in this wide, vast, open space to make yourself some breakfast. And then you go over in this wide, vast, open space to chat with some friends. And maybe you even decide that you're going to go on a walk. So you're walking and you're walking and you're walking. And right ahead of you, you see these these big, magnificent, beautiful trees. And you see these gorgeous, colorful singing birds. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. And you see a waterfall and it's like, And even from so far away, it makes you feel so alive, that waterfall. So you're walking and you're walking towards it and you're, you stop, you get stuck. You can't move any further. 
You can take five steps back. You can take five steps to the left. You can take a few steps to the right. But you can't go any further forward. You, you look around and you see that other people are walking just fine and everybody else seems to be doing it, but you are stuck. So with all the information that you've reasonably gathered, you come to the conclusion that there must be something wrong with you. Then this happens again the next day and the next day and the next. And eventually you decide that Maybe the birds and the trees and the waterfall were just not in the cards for you. Maybe life out there was just not meant for you. And instead of admiring the trees and the birds and the waterfall and dreaming of the way it'll feel when you get there, you stop dreaming completely. You stop listening to the voice in your head that said, go experience the world over there. And you accept instead that there's something broken about you. That cord is every belief you ever had about yourself that told you you weren't free, that you don't have power, that you're inherently not good or not enough. We have these beliefs that are so deeply rooted in our nervous system and they're operating without our awareness. They are like that 10-foot cord, invisible. And if we have a cord that is restricting us from going a certain distance, all we get is this 10 feet and we're convinced that we're free because we can walk to the left and the right and we can extend our bodies and we can stretch and we know that we could do a backflip in here, we could juggle in here, we could juggle while backflipping. But we're under the illusion that we're free even though we're actually restricted because we literally cannot see that we are attached to a wall. There are some beliefs we have that are like a 10-foot cord, or maybe even like a 20 or a 3-foot cord. They keep us going. Maybe they helped us survive at one point, but ultimately, they're gonna limit us. They're gonna restrict us from extending beyond a certain point. And then there are other beliefs that we have that are more truthful because they are not coming from this cord that we're attached to. They're actually a lot more like batteries. They come from within and they allow us to walk far distances and they allow us to go wherever we want and to see anything we want because those beliefs are expansive. They're truth. They're rooted in reality. When we have these cord beliefs, these plugged-in beliefs, the subconscious begins to use them and anchor them in a way where we start to physically build our lives and manifest a life around these beliefs. So say for example, I have a belief anchored in my nervous system that I am a burden. So one day I'm Waking up in the morning, wow, oh, what a beautiful day, what a nice day. I'm walking, I'm walking, I see, maybe I'm a child, and I see that these kids are out playing, and I say, wow, they look fun to play with. I would love to go up to them. So me as a little kiddo, I'm walking up, and I'm walking up, and I, I stop. Well, 
I can't go up to them. What if they're busy? What if they only want to be friends with each other? What if me talking to them is going to be annoying and they're going to reject me and tell me to go away? So me, stuck on that cord, decides to turn around and go back home. And now I didn't have that experience to disconfirm that belief and that belief starts to grow and I continue to make decisions that honor that belief and the nervous system wanting to stay automatic and go the easy, fastest, most efficient route is going to find any way to validate that that belief is true. So we literally begin to find all the evidence that it is true that we are a burden and like a little tumbleweed that keeps gathering sticks and dust and whatever else tumbleweeds freaking gather, we begin to grow this ball and make this huge belief that is rooted in our nervous systems and we become exactly that. We can't unplug from the beliefs that limit us if we don't even know that we're plugged in in the first place. Because what we really find is this little tiny confined space of comfort and safety and certainty. If you're watching the video, you can see what I'm doing with my hands, but if you're not, air quotes, certainty, air quotes, safety. We find that this small space was never really guaranteeing any of those things. It was just providing us the illusion that we were safer. We can't guarantee certainty. Only the illusion of it. And let me say that again. We can't guarantee certainty. Only the illusion of it. So if you can't guarantee it in a small 10-foot space, and you can't guarantee it in a wide, vast, open space, then literally, what is the point in remaining in the small space? What is the point? A comforting lie. Because it's not rooted in truth. Ow, oh, my eye, hold on. It's not the truth. And we could sit here and question, well, what if it is the truth? What if it actually is the truth? What if in my childhood I actually was a burden? And the thing is, even if that were the case, that you actually were a burden in the sense that somebody else viewed you that way, that doesn't mean that the truth is that you are a burden. Even if somebody saw you that way, even if somebody saw you and said the words to your face, you're not good enough. That doesn't mean that the truth is that you are not good enough. But our belief that that is the truth makes us believe that we are that and that that is our truth. And then we begin to make decisions and carry out actions that bring that belief to life. I have a question for you. Are you willing to exchange the safety of remaining in a box that is predictable yet limited for a wide open space that is much less certain but profoundly more free? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No. I don't know. It took me a lot of smacks in the face to realize how many different outlets I was plugged into. I'm not good enough. I'm never a first choice. I'm a burden. 
I don't deserve good things. Healthy things aren't meant for me. They're meant for other people who have intrinsic value. I'm just a fake fraud who only has value because I've learned how to come off like I do. That's what I believed about myself. And that's also how I spent my life in jobs that I hated, in relationships that were full of disappointment, guilt, no attraction, arguing and feeling bad about myself, low self-esteem, low self-worth, and just by and learning over time how to unplug myself from all these things that were not truth but were there to keep me safe, which weren't really keeping me safe, when I could unplug from those, I became the person that I always dreamed of in my head. Like that life that I, <coughs> oh my god, I think I just choked on my spit. That, that person that I always was like, ooh, like what a good life that would be. What a dream relationship that would be. What a dream job that would be. But that's some hypothetical girl that lives in the future that I probably will never actually be. That's me now. We make ourselves small and we keep the late... Let me start over. We make ourselves small and we keep the leash tight because we believe that that's what keeps us safe. But if what keeps us safe is not making us happy, then it's time to reconsider if the things that are there to keep us safe are actually useful and if they're needed anymore. Part of growth is seeing that we have to shed something old. It's letting go of the old and stepping into the new. And that doesn't just happen by itself. And I think that's a really tough part for a lot of us. Like, we think that just with the passage of time, things will get better and things will change. But if we don't actually go under the surface and dig up those plugs, those unconscious beliefs, the beliefs that are under our awareness, that are operating automatically, that are keeping us on these puppet strings determining what we'll do every day, how we'll act, how we'll respond, what will trigger us. If we don't go and dig that shit up, we will never have power that is sourced from within, which is where our power comes from. You're already free. You already have within you the shiznit you need to become the things you're like, can I become that? It's already, it's already there. It's not a finding process. It's a, mm, how do I want to say this? It's not something that we find. It's something that we shed in order to see what was underneath the whole time. And listen, I'm not trying to sound like one of those, it was always within you. It was always there. But it is. It's already there. You are already complete. You just have to unplug. Growth asks us 
to let go of what we no longer need that maybe we needed in the past so that we can make space for what we do need. So I ask you, what needs to be shed? What needs to be let go of in order to make room for something else, for a new version of you? So that is what this podcast is about. And I guess I'm more so asking you to join me and becoming this unplugged human rather than asking you to listen to me talk at you. I don't want to do it alone and I'm not doing it alone. Luckily, I've created a life where everybody around me seems quite growth-oriented. But when I say I don't want to do it alone, I mean, I don't want to get up on a stage and talk about how to do it. I want to do it in community. So I don't know exactly what that means or where this will go. Um, I want to like, I want to get people on here to interview I want to talk with people and I don't know because I'm in this place where like everything I'm doing is very makeshift because I just moved and I have no furniture. (laughs) So we're figuring it out as we go um, in the next episode. I'm going to tell you guys my story and how this whole human unplugs thing. Oh, what? Human un... Hold on. The headphones are like lagging. How this human unplugged thing has come about throughout life, throughout my life. So, thanks for being here. I don't have an intro or an outro song yet so we might need to factor some real music in here on the next episode and if you find that cringe cringe you speaking of cringe it's not i never understood i am cringe but i am free it is like i am cringe because i am free so anyway don't miss out on yourself Bye.